the Public News Service Show Newscast, January the 11th, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. We head first to Oregon, where an audit of community colleges there has implications for the state legislative session that started this week. More on that now from Eric Tegedoff. The report from the Secretary of State's Audit Division in December points to the need for a greater role from the commission that oversees higher education. Head of the Oregon Higher Education Coordinating Commission, Ben Cannon, says there have been some modest gains in completion or transfer numbers over the past decade. Although overall numbers hover around half, he notes there has been greater success for some underrepresented students of color. We are graduating more Hispanic Latino students today than at any prior time, and that's in spite of the decline in overall enrollment at the colleges over the last couple of years in particular. That's been steep. The audit says that enrollment dropped faster than most other states, both before and during the pandemic. In 2021, Oregon ranked 40th for completions, according to data from the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center included in the report. The session in Oregon slated to run through the middle of June. And tired of waiting for the city to address housing injustice, grassroots advocates in Baltimore are taking action. Activists are taking on housing injustice on multiple fronts with attempts to push back against imminent domain abuse, shedding light on ineffective tax incentives, and confronting the city over residential tax sales. Organizers in Poppleton, a predominantly black neighborhood in West Baltimore, mobilized a citywide coalition that staged rallies, packed public hearings, and collected over 5,000 signatures to save homes from destruction. The group reached an agreement with the city to save 11 historic alley houses on Sarah Ann Street. Street, which will be renovated in partnership with Black Women Build. Journalist Jessel Knorr has been covering the issue and says these initiatives are helping build communities. Groups like Black Women Build, they train specifically Black women. They train them and give them the resources to rehab homes that they can then live in. And it allows them to not only make it livable, but make it part of a thriving community. I think that is the kind of solution that people are looking to expand. That was our Brett Pivato, the story produced with original reporting from Jassal Noor for Yes Magazine. Meantime, relentless rains that started falling on Sunday have flooded parts of Los Angeles and led to the evacuation orders of nearly 50,000 residents across California as rivers continue to rise and mudslide fears grow. That from the New York Times. They report at least 17 people have died since storms began pounding the state in late December. Seven more inches of rain could fall in many parts of California over the next several days. This is Public News Service. Nurses are describing bleak conditions because of understaffing in Washington State hospitals. A bill introduced in Olympia aims to address that. The so-called safe staffing standards legislation would set minimum nurse-to-patient ratios for hospitals. Dana Robinson has been a nurse in hospital settings for 17 years, now working in labor and delivery in Everett. Most of us that are still at the bedside have reached our breaking point already, but we're staying because we care about our patients and our community and we see that there's nobody else. A similar measure introduced in 2022 passed the House but failed in the Senate. 
Now to Virginia, where the General Assembly there begins a new session. One bill will be returning with the goal of alleviating some student debt burdens. People need their transcripts to get financial aid, serve in the U.S. military, apply to another school, or sometimes to get a job. Several states have already banned schools withholding student transcripts, and this isn't the first time it's come up in Virginia. In 2022, a bill passed in the Senate but failed in the House. State Senator Ghazala Hashmi, who drafted it, describes the change in the new version. What is changing in this particular bill now is that it is putting in place the payment plan that institutions can put in repayment agreements with the student. She adds the bill will include a compromise to allow students to have access to a partial transcript should they transfer schools. Much of the opposition has come from colleges and universities, saying the only leverage they have to pursue college debt is by withholding transcripts. But backers of the idea say the schools can't recoup those debts if people don't have the chance to get jobs. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. A report from the State Council of Higher Ed for Virginia fines for withholding those transcripts for debt resolution can be harmful to students looking to pay down their debt. Finally, Mike Bowen lets us know it's been two decades since Minnesota stopped allowing undocumented people to apply for a driver's license, but there's renewed momentum in the state legislature there to roll back that restriction. A House panel heard testimony yesterday for a driver's licenses for all bill. The idea has seen heavy debate in recent years, but hasn't been able to pass under split state government. Its supporters feel their chances are better now, with Democrats controlling the governor's office and legislature. Community organizer Regina Alono Vidalis spoke in support of the plan, saying that in college, it was a barrier for her and other undocumented students. People like us live in fear every day, just from going to work to class, to go get groceries, you name it. Other supporters who testified included business groups, faith leaders, and members of law enforcement. Some note it would provide stability to Minnesota's labor force. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. Here are some radio stations, big and small, your favorite podcast platform. Find your trusted indicators at publicnewsservice.org.